I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Going back to visit the family homeland is a dream many immigrants and their children cherish. But that dream turned into a nightmare for Amir Hekmati. He's an Iranian-American who was raised in Nebraska and Michigan. After high school, he joined the Marines and served in Iraq as a translator. But despite his travels, Hekmati had never visited Iran. So in the summer of 2011, the 28-year-old traveled to visit his grandmother's. Weeks after arriving, Iranian authorities arrested him and accused him of spying for the CIA. He was tried, convicted, and in January, sentenced to death. That conviction was overturned in March, but Hekmati remains in prison. His sister Sarah Hekmati is a school social worker who lives in Lathrop Village, Michigan. Her husband Rami Kurdi is an orthopedic surgeon. Sarah Hekmati says she understood her brother's desire to visit his parents' homeland. Being first-generation Americans, we always had that void of growing up here, not having relatives, not having family, celebrating holidays just with our parents. And my grandmother from my, my mother's side was able to visit us here in the U.S. a few times. And when she would come to the U.S., she was always very connected with us. The last time Amir saw her, he was 12 years old. And it was very difficult for him to not have that connection with her. And he always felt like he wanted to be able to go back and go visit and know who his family was and know who his relatives were. Rami Kurdi, uh, were you or other members uh, in the family wary when uh, Amir said he wanted to go to Iran? Did anyone try to convince him not to go? We were. His mother advised him not to go just because of the political unrest between America and Iran. Amir has always been an independent person. He petitioned to go in a lawful manner. He entered Iran going through their own process. And perhaps the biggest risk was the fact that uh, Iran's had this bad record of Americans getting detained there. Well, in all fairness, my husband and I have gone, and my husband's not Iranian-American. He applied for the paperwork, and we had a really good experience going to Iran. I've only been to Iran twice in my life, and both times it was very positive. The people there really like Americans. It was just, we understand there's political tension between the U.S. and Iran, but a lot of people have taken that risk and come back. And he went through all the appropriate channels through the Iranian interest section in Washington, D.C., to our knowledge, he even informed them that, you know, just to be sure, he is a former Marine. Would that be a problem? And they still processed his paperwork. How did you learn that he was arrested? He actually disappeared. And for a while, we weren't sure where he was. And nobody had formally confirmed that he was in Evan prison until, I want to say, mid-October. Right. And you presumably then heard about the uh, upcoming trial. And in December, uh, he appeared on an Iranian television station where he uh, confessed to being a spy sent by the CIA to infiltrate Iranian intelligence. I mean, we were shocked. We were blindsided by that because up until that moment, we were receiving phone calls from Amir, again, not directly to us, but to relatives in Iran. And in each phone call, he was given the impression that he was going to be freed. They were just investigating him because of his service in the U.S. military. Mm. And so we were waiting for a hearing when we were shocked to find that a video was presented of him confessing to be a spy for the CIA. Now, your mother has traveled to Iran three times, including last February, and has seen Amir several times. What sort of communication do you have with Amir now? We have no communication directly from Amir himself, and, and really for the past six months. My mother, the last time she went was June, and she was able to visit him, 
in a visitation room behind a glass and see him for about a half an hour. However, before that, she went again in March when they annulled the sentence, and she wasn't granted any visitation. We know just from the video and from his mother's visits that he's emaciated and lost a lot of weight. Knowing Amir for years and years, he's really a fitness guy. He takes care of himself. He works out. And just judging by his appearance, uh, looking at him from pictures and from his mother's uh, guess, we think he lost anywhere between 30, 40 pounds. But overall, uh, we're hoping his morale is, is strong. Uh, we know that he does he does communicate to his mother that he had food and drink and all the basic necessities, but he is in solitary confinement for over a year. The U.S. government denies uh, Amir is a spy. Uh, he was a Marine, as we know, but doesn't appear to have received any military intelligence training. He reportedly once worked for a private security firm, I guess. But I'm wondering how much you do know about the details of what Amir was doing when he was in Iran. We do know everything about what Amir was doing in Iran through Amir himself. He would call his mother almost daily and update her about where he visited, how excited he was to be in that culture. Even the CIA acknowledged that he was not part of the CIA. It sounds like you believe sincerely that he uh, was a pawn caught in the political tension between the U.S. and Iran. To us, it was obvious because the pictures they had in the video were from his Facebook page. I had the same pictures of him that when he had trained with the military, we knew he did contracting with the military, and a lot of those pictures were from his travels. They weren't taken from secret files. They weren't taken by spy cameras. So to us, it's obvious. To the public, it might not be as obvious, and that's why we believe he was used in a political manner, but we're really not delving into why or how. We understand it's a sensitive situation. We're trying to be respectful and diplomatic. We just want him home. His father has an illness that is very serious, and we want him home to be here with his father. Sarah, your husband just mentioned that uh, your father, Ali Hekmati, uh, who teaches in Michigan at a community college, has received a difficult diagnosis. Tell us about that. My father, he's been diagnosed with brain cancer. The prognosis is is grim, unfortunately, but it's something that's really heart-wrenching considering Amir has no contact with us and he's unaware that my dad is going through this. It's an urgency upon an urgency. Uh, we have a U.S. former U.S. ambassador, uh, Pierre Prosper, is our lawyer and has represented us very well. But with Amir's father's brain cancer, it became very serious to us that we wanted Iran to know that this is for real, that we want to be patient. We are still hoping for diplomacy, but time is very, very limited for us. Sarah Hekmati is the sister of imprisoned Iranian-American Amir Hekmati. Rami Kurdi is Amir's brother-in-law. Sarah and Rami joined us from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thank you both very much. Thank you. Thank you.